Now establishing data link. Accessing. Good evening and welcome to the latest edition of Make It So. Uh, what are we on now? Episode 7? Six. 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 Okay, now during the course of this show, what we are going to be doing, um, I mean the show generically here, not as in this particular episode, we will be going through each season of all of the television series of Star Trek and judging our best episode of each season. And then we will be going back at the end of this at some point in the near, well, distant future and uh, having a playoff between all the best episodes. Call and we'll it. be doing the series in no particular order. We will, Yeah, we will. But for this for this particular instance, we will be going with Star Trek Next Generation Season 1. So this episode will be about the best episode of Season 1 of Next Gen. Okay? Okay. Happy with that? Good. How did you manage to get the phrase near distant future? In the near distant... Let's move on. Let's move on. Who are you? I'm Richard Smith. I'm Michael Dawson. And I'm Tristan Nofield. Back from Kuwait. Back from Kuwait, yes. Down to business then. Season one of Next Gen. A historical series in television history, it has to be said. Nobody thought it would come back and no one thought it would stay either. No. That is true. As and Patrick, on many levels, some people didn't want it to come back. No, as Patrick Stewart said himself, he uh, lived out of a suitcase for the duration of the filming, being ready to be told to go back home at any time. Yeah, he thought it was the whole. It was going to be the whole uh, hand on the shoulder routine. You know, sorry, we gave it a go, but not really working out, kind of thing. And to be quite perfectly honest, it's remarkable that Next Gen ever actually took off, considering the crap that were dished out in the first season. The first two seasons, really. I don't know. I, I know what you. I know what you mean, and I know we've said a lot in the past that, well, the last five weeks anyway, that season one and two of Next Gen were quite poor, but rewatching mm. them again recently, they're really not all that bad. I think it was the point that there'd been such a void after the original series had been cancelled, which ran for I think only seventy nine episodes, and then there was such a huge gap. People were just so desperate for for Star Trek of any kind that they clung onto it, regardless of how shit it may have been. Mm. Yeah, I think so. And, they, and because of that fan obsession, they managed to get a chance to actually, you know, get to a third season where it actually really fucking picked up. I don't know. I think season three of the original series was a little dodgy. Mm, didn't, but... I didn't realize the original series the series got to a season three. Yeah, just three seasons. Yeah, just the I three seasons. Only two. But we were teased with a sort well, we weren't because we weren't born yet, but they almost brought back the original cast for another series. I forget what they Phase were going to call two. it. Yes, yeah, something Phase like two. that. Or was yeah, it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was Star Trek Phase 2 or something, and it was uh, cancelled and replaced with the motion picture. And a they got everyone move, back. Perhaps. Possibly, yeah. They got everyone back apart from Leonard Nimoy who didn't want to do it again. What a surprise Leonard Nimoy didn't want to do Star Trek. I was going to say, did Leonard Nimoy want to be a part of Star Trek ever? Probably not. He was dragged in, but, kicking and screaming every morning, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. I think first day on the cage he said he wanted to quit, didn't he, or something? <laughs> Should we dive okay. into season one of Star Trek The Next Generation, then? Do it. Yes. Recently okay, so- released on DVD in the Slimline packages, I want to point out. That's why I'm getting oh, yeah. them, they're quite cheap now. So uh, Only 15 quid. 17. Or have you oh, seen them for 15? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen them for 15, mate. Oh, right. I'll start looking for those then. Okay. Or in fact, you could just tell me later. That's I'll much fun. Oh, you the real ta- retailer one. Okay. That's cool. Um, 
We yeah, start out no. with a two-part episode, Encounter at Farpoint. My personal mm. favourite. We get introduced oh. to a heck of a lot in the space of this two-hour special sort of thing. Or what is it? Like an hour and a half, really. You've got yeah. Q. You've got mm-hmm. all the sort of character introductions. And you've got the separate sort of Encounter at Farpoint adventure thing, which is quite mm. good. I just think it bundles a whole lot into the first two episodes that are very immersive and that do tend to come back a great deal. I mean, Q became a permanent fixture, so to speak. Well, at least once a season, didn't he? A couple Apart of times series, a season. Season five, he wasn't in. I think it was the only one he wasn't in. Oh, I've got a few more weeks before I get to season five. I'm pretty sure because he was in he was in Encounter the Far Point and Hyde in the first season, and then it was. Uh, the one where he introduces them to the Borg in season two. Then it was Deja Q in season three, Cupid in season four with the uh, the whole Nottingham and Sherwood Forest thing. Oh, uh, that was awful. I love yeah. that one. But fun. It was fun. He'd make a wonderful throw rug in Nottingham Pestle. Um, <laughs> the, um, then, yeah, nothing in season five. And then there was two in season six, if I remember correctly. And then, obviously, all good things at the end of it. Can I just yeah, ask, are you is, reading these off a list or is that just your intimate Star Trek knowledge? Just memory, mate. I've got no list in front of me. That's incredible. Well done it's indeed. Not. If I could only apply this wonderful memory that I have to actually things that matter in life, it would be... <laughs> like like maths. Yeah, like, I don't know, physics. Um, <laughs> anything, biology, really. Anything, anything really. But no, I chose to dedicate most of my young memory to uh, Star Trek facts. So that one day made a Star Trek podcast, I could recite them on cue. That's awesome. Uh, and good pun. Well done. Well yeah. done. Did you like that one? I thought you might. That was fantastic, actually. <laughs> it was really that's, good. That's Mike Dawson, available now, ladies. <laughs> uh, we move on from Encounter at Farpoint. I take it neither of you like that as much as I do, then. I hate, no, I do I think hate it with a vengeance. I was... Eight years old, I think, when that came. Seven or eight years old when that came out, or at least when it arrived in Africa, which is where I was living at the time. And I actually thought it was the best thing I had ever seen, bar Star Wars. Um, but that's bearing in mind all I had to watch was either the A-Team or Knight Rider up until that point. Um, but I do, no, I do like it. I do like it, and I do own it on VHS. Um, and I watched it I, once. I think I own it on VHS as well. And I thought it was quite painful, but I've got things I've got in my mind. Groppler being tortured at the moment. Why was it punishing you, Groppler? And um, doesn't the city get shelled at the end and then two crazy alien spacecraft kind of that we never see again float off into Yeah, space. the two big well, sort of jellyfish sort of things. Yeah. And well, one of them bombs that, the city. That is the station, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's the, the, yeah, they it's the one of the station of things. One of the station things, yeah. Its girlfriend the, is the station. That's it. And I'm going to say there are, there are far worse episodes to encounter at Farpoint. I do like it. It's just not my favourite. Well, you get mm-hmm. to see the Battle Bridge. And yes, you do. The other thing, you have, you have a yes. sources section separate, uh, source section separation. Say that yes, three you do. Times they didn't fast. happen very often. <laughs> sources section separation. No, yeah, you're right. I got the feeling yeah. in episode one that it was something that they intended to do every time there was a battle and then they couldn't be asked. Later on, they realised it was going to cost a lot of money, or either they were going to have to reuse the same effect shot over. Yeah, and we'd, over again. we'd see that shot of the brackets going down 
Every well, it's day. paramount. Let's face it; that they've just used it and used it and used it. Um, I think, though, what you're saying, Rich, about it setting up the world, the characters, the ship, it does do a fantastic job of that. Now, thinking about it, it's an awesome mm. first episode. So, I mean, at least it's not. It's not the caretaker in Voyager. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's not as good Which as Torchwood. <laughs> Shut up. Touchwood yeah, looks wait. like I made it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I, I it's going to I think that um, might be doing yourself a disservice there. So yeah, I think I could probably do a better job. Maybe I might was, be able to do a bit better with the stuff in my toilet right now. Watching last night, yeah. it was evidently clear that they need a has-seen-some-sci-fi-before-in-his-life uh, consultant. Right. Just someone to say, look, why are you doing that? Why are you doing that? Why have you nicked the door from DS9? Why have you done that? Are you have you ever have you ever watched fucking television before? It's it's no. really it's really bad. Let's move you heard on. It. You heard it yes, here, let's right? move on. Yes, Torchwood blows. Yes, uh, the next episode is the Naked Now, which is, as I was saying earlier, it's a rehash of an original series episode. Right, basically. is this a contender for your favourite episode? or No, not me. It actually does reference the original series episode. Uh, when they're looking for a cure, they find in the database that it's happened before, and they find the old cure made by Dr. McCoy. Ah, uh, so there, of course, it. there's... That's actually quite a nice kind of handover then, isn't it? You know, I'm even remembering now what we've missed in Encounter at Farpoint is that Dr. Lennon McCoy is in it. Yes, he is, oh, at yes, the very beginning. Yes, As a very old man. 103 years, according to Starfleet Records. So, I don't see any points on the end of your ears, boy, but you sound like a Vulcan. Yeah, he's become, <laughs> he's become a, a southern gentleman in his old age. <laughs> don't know where he's got that accent from because he didn't have it before. This well, is where it's also got that amazing delivery from Riker where like, they're all sucked out into space. Correction, sir, that's blown out. Blown out. Although suddenly Data sounds like Crichton from Red Dwarf, so I apologise for that. <laughs> I, should to, I should have to separate those two in my head. To hear one more Space Corps directive. It's <laughs> Corps directive. <laughs> yeah, um, what's my favourite episode? Someone tell me. Well, let's what you say? say. You said, you said Skin of Eden. We're not gonna, well, we're not going to go through the entire series, are we? No, we we'll should, be here all week. We could briefly. Yeah, exactly. We just did go it. Go on then, Rich. Some up, some up. Sum up the whole series in five minutes. Go. I will do. Okay, next episode, Code of Honor, a kidnapped Tasha fights for her life against the jealous wife of her abductor. Little fight Rat. with those big boxing gloves with spikes on and poison, very nasty. Next yeah. episode is the last outpost. 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 <clears throat> Challenging Ferengi bandits about stolen equipment. Riker finds the thief is more a powerful opponent. No one knows that one. Where no, no one has gone before, the crew's propelled over a billion light years from our galaxy by yes. an unusual force. Now, that you, th you thought that was your favourite, didn't you, Tristan? I did to begin with. I did to begin with. Yeah, this is the, when we introduced the Traveller from Tower Alpha C, who can, um, he can link, like, thought and energy and warp fields and, oh, in which you can't even imagine. And More then importantly, he he's the man who takes Wesley Crusher the <laughs> fuck away. Yes. More importantly, he comes back as an Indian. Um, to begin with, in a very good episode, and then takes Wesley Crusher from Star Trek. That's a weird McClat naked Indian. Thank you. Thank you. No, not weird naked Indian. Just an Indian. 
But yeah, that is a really good. That's when Picard sees his mother and everyone starts hallucinating at some point as well. And then he takes them to the edge of the galaxy, I think, beyond the Great Barrier, which mysteriously was never mentioned again. Do they mention mm. the Great Barrier? Yes, they do, don't uh, they? No, it's never mentioned again after Star Trek V, is it? Oh, no, you're referencing Star Trek V, so yes. Yeah. No, it's not. It's the Traveller technically takes them out beyond the Great Barrier. Yes. Yes. The, well, it depends okay. on which way, way he was going, really. And there's a number of different directions, and the Great Barrier kind of only goes one, doesn't it? Right, no, that's what, confused me, that's what confused me about a huge net at Encounter at Farpoint. Well, maybe there's multiple barriers, you know, like different tariffs, poles, maybe. I don't know. Possibly. Down on the bridge, sat in a little box Possibly. up. Yeah. Mass genocide, species for mass genocide? Okay, you can go through. <laughs> okay. The next episode is Lonely Among Us. Hostile aliens take control of the minds of Crusher Wharf and Picard with fatal consequences. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Can't remember a fucking thing about it. It can't be very good then. Maybe. Can't be very good. Next episode, Justice, Wesley Crusher, California uh, yes. Babes. Yeah, flowers. Ooh, he broke the flowers. Let's he, kill him. Yes, kill him. Kill, kill him, him for breaking the flowers. But Apparently there was no good reason. What, to crush the flowers or to kill Wesley Crusher? To kill Wesley Crusher. They couldn't come up with a good okay. enough reason. Uh, just oh, because, right. I thought, but yeah. no. Next episode, the battle, uh, the Ferengi mind control, Stargazer episode. A very that good That was one. wicked. That was a very good episode. That's a strong contender for my favourite episode, but it's not. Because it has the Picard manoeuvre. Oh, of course, yes, the Picard manoeuvre. That's jumping to warp inside the solar system, isn't it? So you get two simultaneously, or the ship appears in two places at once, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there we go. I love the moment when wow. Riker turns to Data and says, what is the known defence for the against the Picard manoeuvre? He goes, there is no defence against the Picard manoeuvre. <laughs> it's like it's watching like, it. We're all going to die. We're all going to die. That's it. It's brilliant. Because our captain's too goddamn smart. Yeah, yeah that's actually... Come on, I'm, I know this. we're not meant to be doing it on this episode, but... Don't you think that in Nemesis there should have been, well, A, the Picard manoeuvre, and B, it should have been a bit more of a challenge for him fighting himself? He's meant to be such a brilliant tactician. Yeah, I think the final battle should have been amazing and more along the lines of the end of Star Trek Two. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Anyway, sorry, that aside, move on. Um, okay, throw me now. Uh, Hayden Q, the second Q episode. Unless you count the second episode of Farpoint. I'm sure there's many <laughs> nerds out there who will argue that one to the death. Uh, Q, uh, Q tempts Riker with an offer to join the Continuum. Riker's friends guide his decision. That's a wonderful synopsis. Because his data comes up, data starts spouting Shakespeare about why he doesn't want to change. I can't remember it now, actually. It's a really good quote. No, and he gives Geordie his eyes. He does. He gives Geordie his eyes. But... ten years older. And into a gay tennis porn star. Yes, a gay tennis porn star. <laughs> then, Slight improvement. The next one is Haven, <laughs> Deanna Troy's arranged marriage. Oh, well, like that rubbish. One? Rubbish? No, rubbish. rubbish. Before the accent Troy became funny. She she got funnier as it went on, really, didn't she? Um, I she quite like very... her as a character, but she... Well, she became, she became very funny for, like, the mid-seasons of Next Gen, and then she became really shit again. The best one was when Deanna, Riker, and Luaxana get kidnapped by um, uh, the Ferengi, and... Uh, 
Picard is forced to try and win her heart at the end of the episode. Do you remember that one? Oh, yes. And she's in some DS9 as well, isn't she? Yeah, they were crap in DS9, though. Bags Odo. Yeah. Quite literally yeah, at one point. Did she? Yeah, we when they, they get stuck in a lift and he has to liquidize. Ah, puts him in a bag. In address. Yeah. Puts him in a bag. Oh. Then we have the big goodbye. Picard is trapped on the holodeck in the guise of a 1940s gumshoe Dixon Hill. Something Ooh, we see quite holodeck a holodeck episode. The very first sort of, oh, it's all gone wrong. Now, it's interesting in as much that this is the episode where the holodeck gets upgraded to be like that. You know, in the in Encounter at Farpoint, we see uh, Data's the on the holodeck and the yeah. holodeck is a really simple sort of place. It gets upgraded to being like the adventure game playing thing that it becomes. Ah, right. I see. And so there's actually a scene of Picard coming off and having a big brag about how fucking good it is, which is mm. quite good. I'd like when they humanize things like that. Next episode. Okay. Uh Hang on, new disc, sorry, looking at the wrong one. Data law. For fuck's sake. Data law? Data law, yes. uh, overshadowed by the monumental sequel to that episode, uh, Brothers, which was a fantastic episode. I don't remember that one. What season it's, is it in? That's season four, right at the start, near the beginning of season four. You ah. must remember that, Troy. Remind me. It's where Law, uh, Data and Laura are both summoned by Dr. Oh, when he kills Dr. Sung. Yeah, that is an yeah. excellent episode, actually. I remember yeah. that. That is, that is really good. <clears throat> um, we'll come back to that when we do season four of Next Gen. Yeah. Then we've got Angel One on a female-dominated planet. Riker attempts to rescue a group of male fugitives. Uh, it's, it's all right. He finds them. They don't want to go to this day. So, well, is this <laughs> the female-dominated do- female society one? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a, a, a sci-fi writer um, kind of scratching his bollocks that episode, wasn't it? It wasn't really like, there wasn't, wasn't really much to it. It was wasn't like really any thought behind it. No, he was clearing his throat, wasn't it? it was, yeah. <clears throat> women are the dominant species. Yeah, that'll do. I'll make an episode about that. It was another no, one of those it. where they scan the planet and Data says they're similar to 20th century Earth and then they go there and it's nothing like 20th century Earth. No. At all. There's no cars, there's no television. There's no you know. Yeah. Next. Next. Uh one one zero zero one zero zero one. Binars. Binars. Again I find that one very dull. It's another Riker flirting with a lady episode. Of which <laughs> there there did seem to be very many in the beginning. Yeah. Well it was kind of it was it was to begin with Kirk had been like the hound of the universe, hadn't he? Yeah. And and they were trying to get somebody to kind of replace that until eventually they realised they didn't need it. He only need hits on every fourth or fifth woman to come on board. Now that was fine. There's obviously <laughs> a sort of online virtual bedpost notch website for Starfleet officers yeah. 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 with an all-time ranking. <laughs> I say that's what they do. Then the next episode is too short a distance. During a transport mission, a legendary negotiator but bizarrely begins to grow younger very rapidly. Not seeing. It's quite good, actually. So they're taking a an admiral to a negotiation uh, that he previously had negotiate, negotiated like 20 years ago. As they're going, he starts getting younger because he's taking some weird sort of anti-aging drug. It's quite good. 
Mm. Then the next episode, when the bow breaks, unable to reproduce themselves, the uh, technologically advanced uh, Aldeans kidnap Wesley and the other Enterprise children. That's fucking dull. They don't kill him either. I know, that's all you're thinking. Let him fucking starve. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next. Uh, home soil, the Enterprise is endangered when microscopic inorganic beings declare war on the human race. Ooh. Ooh. Doesn't, Not doesn't stand out. It's All of these that you haven't seen, Mike, they're all quite good. To be honest, you just, yeah, you wait till you get to them, you'll enjoy them. Uh, Coming of age, Wesley takes the grueling Starfleet Academy entrance exam. Picard finds himself similarly uh, tested. I always have trouble with that word. Similarly? Yes. Hmm. Similarly. Similarly? Yes. Yeah, I can see where you can have problems with that. Good, good. Okay. So, in that one, Wesley comes to terms with ordering someone to their death. A little bit. Uh, no, not rescuing someone and letting them die. And They did uh, that so much better. There was a later episode where Deanna has to send Geordie to die in the holodeck. I love that I remember one. that big... That was a good one. What what season was that in? I think that's the seven. seven. Yeah, Is it? It's seven. Yeah, it's where she's taking a, a bridge officer's exam. The exam yeah. that later allows her to be piloting and later crash the Enterprise. In, <laughs> both yes, of them. Genera- both of them, yes. So <laughs> maybe it would be better if she'd failed that altogether. Yeah. And holographic Geordie would still be with us. Um, so, all yeah, around. this one, good coming afternoon. of age... It, sorry? It's all around, it would have been a good afternoon. You know? It would have been, yes. Uh, in this one, we get the first glimpse at a conspiracy at Starfleet with mm. what's going on at Picard, which comes back later. Next episode is Heart of Glory. Klingon fugitives aboard Enterprise take control, then try to enlist Worf in their cause. Which is the first example of how... Truly and utterly shit every other security officer on board the Enterprise was, apart from Worf and Tasha Yar. Um, it has to be said, when Worf they, they took just over... Stand, they just stand there and get shot. Literally yeah. just stand there and don't duck for cover or anything like that. You know, I, I know that like Star Trek gun battles are a little bit shit anyway, but um, that was a particularly bad shootout. They, just, they got troused. You know what I never really understood with the phasers? You've got this thing, you can fire it and leave it on. So Mm. if you're firing at somebody, yeah, yeah, why don't you just turn it on and blast everything to shit? Because the batteries would run out. Is is it like that? Do the batteries run out? Yeah, the batteries run out. Yeah. The power cells would deplete. Fair enough. To to use a more sci-fi term than the batteries would run out. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, the power power cells would be drained. Superb. It's from Duracell, that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. Energizer. 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 <laughs> oh, <shit. coughs> the okay, Arsenal right? of Freedom is the next episode. The crew investigates the disappearance of the USS Drake. A nice little insular episode. Uh, lots of mild peril and stuff like that. You're just reading off the BBFC's warning list. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation <laughs> Season 1 features scenes of mild peril Mild sexual references and mild, and mild entertainment. Mild language. <laughs> Not yeah. to be sold separately. Not to be sold separately. Or in the Republic of Ireland. No. The next episode is Symbiosis, mediating a dispute involving medical anti-plague drugs. Picard decrees to terminate the supply. 
basically in this one you've got two planets that orbit around the same sun one of them once sold the other one the cure for a plague but the cure was addictive and like a drug so they kept selling it to them because they thought they needed it but they didn't really and picard discovers it and says you're not doing that anymore so right. uh, there prime but, directive kind of thing no the the complete opposite of the prime directive he actually right. goes and fucks over both planets in one move. Ah, right, okay. Because uh, the, the premise of it is is that this one planet has no other business on it except selling this cure to the other planet. That's all they do. But yeah, he destroys it all. Uh, what's the next one? Skin of Evil. Hey, this is a contender for my favourite episode. Go on then, do you want to talk about this one? No, it's just this is the episode where Tasha Yard dies, which... I think even as a kid shocked me. I was like, my God, the main characters can die. And I watched again for another sort of seven odd years, eagerly waiting someone else to die, and it didn't happen. Um, Likewise, but I was, did the same. Yeah, but I thought it it was really cool. The the skin of evil, I think you said a few shows ago, it's actually quite a good baddie as well. Um, he was our he best. Might, yeah, didn't he win the best baddie? He won the best yeah, baddie. Yeah, he did. He did. He, he might as well. It might as well have been a theatre stage play, considering the backdrops in that episode are so unbelievably bad. Oh yeah, they are. It's it, early it studio really, stuff, isn't it? It really is. It's like it's like. Can we get some red sand? Can we get more red sand? Pour the red sand in and get my five-year-old to paint the backdrop. Fuck it. We'll save some money there. Um, but what I like about this episode is not only does Tasha die and die very early on, uh, and it's completely pointless as well. Her death. I it th- really is. It, it's not like a, a big, like, rah, triumphant. He just goes, ah, die. And sh- that's it, gone. I found it um, very quick. Yeah, it is. It's, but it's shocking. That's that's the point. It is completely needless. Um, yeah. And thank God she was gone, quite frankly, in some respects. But it's got some wicked dialogue. That's what I liked about this mainly. Armless itself is a good is a good character, and he gets some wicked exchanges with Picard. Um, the ending is the only thing that mars this episode slightly for me. Is because uh, <laughs> it's kind of like a Darth, it's kind of like a Darth Vader episode three, isn't it? Like, no, 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 not that bit. That was all right. Oh, it's Wesley. It, I'm sorry, I won't be able to see you grow into the exceptional man you'll become. But you're Commander Riker. Innocence. <laughs> you are the best. The best. You trusted me, you encouraged me, and most of all, you made me laugh. Oh, oh God, I'd nearly die just hearing it. Now. Mate, I can, oh. keep, I can keep going. I won't, but I, no. I, know, I know all of it. I know all of it. Like was a father oh, I never heard. No, it's not that. It's like, I wish I could say you've been like a father to me. But I've never had one, so I don't know what it feels like. That's but, if it. There was, but if there was someone in this universe I could choose to be like, someone I would want to make proud of me, it's you. You who have the heart of an explorer stop, stop it now. and the soul of a poet. <laughs> <laughs> See, like this, you, my head is full of useless crap. Oh, dear it's, it, God. It's, it's like the guy who wrote the rest of that episode suddenly died of malnutrition or something and some some i don't know i don't know what they use to replace him 14 year old maybe oh anyway yes that does ruin the film the film they they found the youngest fan of star trek the next generation said what would you like to say to all characters if you were tasha okay it goes on that scene and on does on and on and you know, she comes on and it's she says something like, um, if you're watching this, I'm probably dead. And I probably died 
in battle or something like that. And I thought that'd be really distressing if she actually just fell off a roof or something. <laughs> yeah. I probably died like, in battle. Yeah, well, no, you I didn't. I like, rescuing 12 children from a burning building. Like, yeah. You just fell off a chair. You filled the kettle yeah. up while it was plugged in. Shit like that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, Skin of Evil is my contender for best episode of season one. Fair yeah. enough. The next episode is We'll Always Have Paris. Very good episode. Very good episode. With the hiccups in time. I remember watching that when I was quite young and finding it very creepy. Um, and kind of like not knowing what was going on and the uh, the, the old uh, the wharf line which is used in an orbital shack uh, there is the fury of the Morbius a stitch in the fabric of time it's great I need to rewatch that I really didn't pay attention to it oh there's just the bit where because the, the, the professor who's developed the machine that's fucking everything up and I can't remember how it's fucking it up or what it's supposed to be doing or whatever um, the professor wakes up at one point and has gone a bit delally and uh and just the stuff i can't remember what he was saying but the stuff he was saying it sends chills down your back when you watch it the first time you just think ooh. and the music the the, the music that company company that was quite uh sinister there was a lot of there was more sinister music in the uh, it was a bit crap but there was a sinister undertone <laughs> in, the in uh in the uh first couple of seasons of next gen i can remember that much there was more sinisterness in it definitely not as much later on. Oh, and there was the bit where where Data rolls around on the floor and avoids lasers that are shooting him, um, automated lasers. And then uh, at the end, there's three Datas, and they've all got a method of destroying this thing that's creating all these time hiccups, and they've got to decide between them which one's the real Data. And it's the middle one, I think. And Oh, it's me. It's me. I'm the real Data. And there's an argument for himself, which as a young child, you kind of think, oh, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? I've never seen it. Right, you should watch it. It's a good one. Okay. What's the next one? Conspiracy. That's mine. Go on, Conspiracy. Then. Uh, uh, good because, like you said earlier, it, it had um, a build-up episode. It had something that was, you know, it was the first sort of, um, I don't know, the only really built-up thing apart from the Borg. You had the episode of the Borg where it was built up beforehand and stuff. But they were, you know, they were built up a little villain. Um, and it was quite a scary one because loads of people die in this one. Um, like uh, Captain Picard's friend, um, who's a group who haven't been infected, his ship gets blown up, and I remember them finding the debris. And find, as a small child watching that for the first time, being quite, oh shit, you know, being scary. And again, with the sinister undertones, which um, seem to disappear later on. Uh, maybe that was just because I got older and wasn't as scared as easily. Um, possibly but the um but yeah the actual conspiracy itself and the fact uh and you've got the uh the wonderful scene where they're all sat around eating maggots and picard instantly knows something's wrong because they're all eating maggots that is a bit uh, of a giveaway isn't it yeah not known for it they you know but apparently they eat maggots oh, wow. um yeah uh maybe they feel <clears throat> lonely in people's ears or whatever it was it has uh, the guy's you've also exploding the guy's head exploding, but before that, you've got the guy's neck swelling up. Oh, and that God, was yeah. wicked. And his, his voice goes really deep, and it's, I can't remember what he says at the end. This is, we demand something. And it, was, it was quite, again, that was quite a sinister moment. And was the first episode to ever be edited on the BBC, and the only episode that I can recall that was edited on the BBC, apart from, obviously, High Ground, which they didn't even show. 
until Sky One got a hold of it and then they showed it. But yeah, that that was the first uh, only only scene I can remember in Next Gen that got edited on TV. It was too graphic for the six o'clock. It was very graphic. The guy's fucking head exploded. Yeah, that is graphic. You can't it do that graphic. in a non-graphic way. And then some weird alien head exploded out of his chest in a very yeah, bad right. composite effect. Yeah. I found that effect distressing. Mm. But yeah, that was good. Oh, and then at the end, there's the uh, the the hint that they're going to be coming because um, oh, it's a, it's a really chilly, chilling scene where um, uh, Data says, uh, "Was it? I've I've, re- I've I've worked out what the transmission was that uh, the Admiral was sending, or something like that." One of the infected uh, Admiral High Commanders. It was a what was it? It was a beacon. It was a beacon. Yeah. And then it fades out the music and you just hear the beacon like at the end of the episode. And that, that was, oh, when are they coming back? And they never did. Never did. One of, the, one of the comics they did. They popped up in one of the comics, I remember that. You just couldn't take it seriously. You have to have someone say, we are being invaded by little pink things. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that was what was so sinister about it, Richard. You they never were saw them coming. Little pink things. Mm. It was it was B movie horror at best. It was, but it was quite good. I but liked it. A good episode, certainly. Uh, the last episode of the series is just the neutral zone, where we get to see uh, the Romulans again. Indeed, and some guys come out of cryogenic status. Bit shit. Those those characters just wind me up a bit now. I think yeah. that's what it is. That episode hasn't really stood the test of time all that well. You don't have TV in the 24th century? What'd you do for fun? They would so have TV. <laughs> yeah, they would so have TV. Or, or some version of it. Okay, so, so we've got... So let's have a quick recap. We've got Conspiracy, my personal favourite. Sorry, say that again, mine. it broke up a bit. So we've got Conspiracy, my personal favourite. Yep. Yeah, uh, which is mine. And encounter at Farpoint. Okay. So if how, we ha- how are we going to battle this one out then? Um. Hmm. I don't think we can, can we? No, it's all personal taste, really, isn't it? Yeah. Shit. I think the only way I'm going to win is if I drove over to Leeds and then to Howard and stabbed you both in the eyes. And therefore, I yeah. win because you can't watch any more episodes. Well, you'd be dead. At, in fact, just dead. It would be a bit of overkill. Yeah, it would. It would. It would. Definitely. It would. But, but so, I think if you, um, if uh, any of our listeners uh, completely and utterly disagree with us on every level humanly possible about what the best episode of Star Trek's The Next Generation season one was, uh, get on the forums and let us know. Um, if you think that Skin of Evil was a pile of shit, if you think that Chrissy was B movie crap, and if you think that Encounter at Farpoint was just generally a monumental waste of time, <laughs> let us know. Um, and uh, put up any other contenders. That's that's cool. And also any uh, potential topic threads, any topics that we want to discuss on this uh, show. Let us know what you want to, want us to discuss, and we'll be happy to do that. Um, feel free to put a vote in on Podcast Alley for us. Uh, oh, I yeah. got an email from someone saying they couldn't find us on the list. We're on the list if you look hard enough. But if you can't find <laughs> them, if you go to our web page, uh, which is simply syndicated dot com slash make it so. There's a little box on the bottom right of the page for you to put your uh, email address in and vote for us on Podcast Alley. Excellent. It would be really nice if anyone fancies writing a review for us on iTunes. That would be smashing. Yes, that would be superb also. 
Uh, and you can actually email us, make us uh, make it so at simplysyndicated.com. And we've got a Skype now, telephone number as well, in case you want to leave us a message. At least I think we have, or am I just lying? We have, and we have a message, but I've forgotten to set it all up to play it. So we'll do um, that next week. Cool. Okay. Uh, but yes, we have got a message. Um, it's on Hang On. I can play it now. No. I can't because you can't hear it. Forget <laughs> that. Okay, anyway. Nice. Anyway, Thank we'll put it on next week. Check out our other podcast, Movies You Should See, with us three and other people too. Excellent. Wicked. Anything? Take care. We will, we will see you next week. Okay, take care. We'll I'm see done. you next week. See you later. Bye.